Many of you, I know, have been pondering the shock resignation of Bishop Connery this week. And I'd like to address some of the things that different people have said to me. Because I think you deserve to have more than just an awkward silence from the pulpit when things like this are in the headlines. And I'd start by just... Many of you have referred to the, the profound disappointments you feel apart from anything else at seeing a church leader um, behaving in this way. And I want to acknowledge that I too feel disappointed and saddened that the media sometimes create the impression that the clergy are all just a, a boys' club that have one rules for us and another set of rules for everybody else. But it's not that way. I and mean, when one of our own lets us down, we do feel let down. So if you feel saddened, well, we do too. But at a more general level, a number of you have referred to just the kind of sense of feeling that the church is just a kind of mess in general, that it seems sometimes like it's one bad headline after another bad headline. And yes, the media does have an anti-Catholic bias, and yes, the media does attack us more than it attacks other institutions, but they do have a right to expect more from us, to have a higher standard for us. When we look at the mess, and it's important to remember too that it's not just a mess, that there is much good in the church, much good. But sometimes when that isn't what's paraded before us, when we see that mess, we can sometimes think, well, why does God allow it? Why doesn't God just smite all the sinners and purify his church and be done with it? Well, the image in our first reading in the gospel today is, I think, helpful in that regard. The image of the vineyard. The vineyard is an image of the church. And the vineyard is expected to produce fruit. That we are expected to produce fruit. And yet the sad reality is, so often we don't. If we ask the question of ourselves, well, how many of us would be left here if God were to purify his church so that there was only the choicest fruit left, only the super saints. Well, the truth is that it's part of God's mercy that he allows us all to remain in the church together. The sinner with the saint. The wheat with the chair. And to use the image in, in the, of the vineyard today, the ripe grapes with the unripe grapes. And he leaves us there together so that the unripe grapes would have time to ripen. He's patient with us that we might become something more than we are now. And yes, as the gospel parable is very clear, he does expect fruits and there will be a judgment. And he does threaten to take away that special vineyard status if we don't produce fruits. But nonetheless, in this moment of time, we are in this season when the Lord's patience is what we experience. And that patience includes leaving the wheat and the chaff in the church together. My final point, namely one of hope, that despite the failings we see in the church, holiness and saintliness are still more properly spoken of the church than are the crud that we see paraded before us in the headlines at the moment. 
that the church, to use the image of this gospel, the church does produce ripe, choice, sweet, beautiful grapes. We do have the saints. We do have in our own time people doing wonderful deeds. And that it's proper to the church. And proper to the church not by a power in us, of us, but from the Lord. That if we are the Lord's vineyards, if we are grafted onto him, the true vine, we have his supernatural grace within us, enabling us to do what we can't do alone. To keep the promises that we make, to be faithful unto marriage, to live the the beauty and dignity of the life that he calls us to. And so although we do see examples of those who fail and we do see examples of those who struggle, it's nonetheless also true, more properly true, that we see examples of those who succeed. So to sum that all up, if you feel disappointed, well, I feel disappointed too. And if you see a mess, well, I see it too. But we should remember to be cautious in judging others, lest we be judged. And to be wary of being so aware of the crud on the ground that we fail to see the light that shines to us from heaven. And let's remember why we're here, that you haven't come here today because of me, and you haven't come here today because of this bishop or that bishop. We've come here today because of the call of the Lord, the Lord who calls us to come here and worship him, the Lord who calls us in particular to the Mass, the great prayer he's given us. Let's be grateful that we've been called into this vineyard. The vineyard of the Lord is the house of Israel, We've been grafted onto that vine, into that house, and let's strive for ourselves that we might bear fruit.